I'm making an executive decision. Uh oh. We're moving into the summer. I think this summer we're gonna cover just summer movies. Summer movies slash kids in danger. Sweep the lick. You have a problem with that. Welcome to the Project Gen X Retro Summer Series 2022. Sarah, beware. I have been generous up until now, but I can be cruel. Starting in May and ending in August, we will review the summer movies from our youth that include Tron. I still don't understand why you want to break into the system. Because, man, somewhere in one of these memories is the evidence. If I got in far enough, I could reconstruct it. Adventures in babysitting. Don't fuck with the babysitter. The Goonies. Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Back to the future. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What? And so much more. We talked into the night. The kind of talk that seemed important until you discover girls. If I can only have one food for the rest of my life, that's easy. Pass. Cherry flavor pass. Along the way, we will also sprinkle in some non-movie goodness that will remind us what it was like to be a kid when the socks were high, the shorts were extra short, and there wasn't a cell phone to be seen. E.T. phone home. E.T. phone home. Who wants to call somebody? So sit back and join Big Dave, Barry, and myself, Alan Smith, to relive the magic of the 80s and the retro summer. Who say we start with T-Ron? Sure. Start Welcome. <laughs> we are so unorganized. Welcome back Not to the project. Close. Welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I'm the other guy, Big Dave, and I'm Barry. And we are after taking a, a brief. I'm uh, kind of back. Yeah, yes. but after taking a brief break last week with um, mm. uh, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman. Um, you know, going to that, we're back into Retro Summer 2022 again. And what better? movie to talk about during a retro summer than the 1982 no oh oh got the wrong one oh, the other sorry. one sorry the Try other again one. the other one the, one you said, the 1986 86. movie one crazy summer yes and i've got your stats here do you one want crazy stats summer? first or do oh, we want, i got uh, it baby i got it or do we want uh, well we we got to talk at least about the director oh yeah Sa- uh, savage, i'm just savage gonna, steve holland savage steve i'm holland. just gonna sit over here and listen go ahead oh. savage <laughs> steve holland did this movie he did uh better, better off, off dead. dead uh he's also also worked on the big bang theory eek the cat, eek the cat. that is what i remember yes. him from was eek the cat yeah uh, I mean, just and is there a better name than Savage Steve? I know, I know. And Come the thing on. is, he came from animation. Yes. Which this movie has animation in it, as well as One Crazy Summer has the claymation yep. scene in it. And he, he really shoots both of those movies, movies like cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there are a lot of like sight gags and stuff that you would see in a cartoon. Well, and a lot of the same cast, too. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's this movie has been called a spiritual sequel to better off dead yes because again you you have a couple of the you want to give the cast list i will go do do the cast all right first okay so our hero of the movie yes hoops mccann hoops mccann played by john cusack Mm -hmm. i know a savage steve holland movie starring john cusack what a shocker imagine that right um akak raymond Played by Curtis Armstrong, mm-hmm. another person, yes. yes, who was also in, in one, one uh, in, oh, better off dead, better off dead. Yep, yep. Um, playing George Calamari. I still love yes. that name. <laughs> the 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 lost Murray brother, Joel Murray. God love him. He's been in a couple movies yes. that nobody can remember. Uh, um, he was also on uh, Dharma and Greg. Oh, that's right. He yeah, was he was Dharma the best Greg. friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. He was also in Mad Men. Believe it or not. I never watched Madden, well, so imagine that. Um, William Hickey, who you've seen him in a ton of different things. He usually, mm-hmm. if there's an old curmudgeoned guy who needs Christmas to just get on Christmas Vacation. Nerves. Yes. Yes. He yes. played uh, The Uncle in Christmas Vacation. Yes. He also played in My Blue Heaven, yes, which is still did. one of my favorite movies. Uh, he played Old Man Beckerstead, or the, uh, Old Man Peckerhead, <laughs> either way you want to look at it. Yep. 
Um, My Blue Heaven is basically the is the the, it's the, a, the, the sequel. comedic sequel to Goodfellas. Yes, yes. no, you wanted. So it, it was like <laughs> people don't realize that those are the same characters. I know, I know. Well, and this this def- this movie had so many just role smaller beginning roles for people that later had huge careers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Flaherty uh, from SCTV. Was in it. Uh, he played General Raymond. Yes. Played that guy's yes. dad. He's in a ton of stuff. He's one. Of the, he's like, oh, it's that guy. Yes. It's, hey, it's one of those. Guys. Uh, I just remember from SCTV. Oh, he was also. He was in um, um, uh, Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Yeah. He yes, played. He was. he was Lindsay's dad. So. Mark Metcalf plays Aguilar Beckerstead. You know him better as Niedermeyer from yes. Animal House. Yep. And all of the uh, and the 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 twisted sister the twisted videos. sister videos that's right so it's a- <laughs> um playing the 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 pink-headed villain that was chasing Demi Moore who I didn't even mention yet yes i know Demi Moore plays Cassandra Eldridge yes she does uh, well, but the ask. pink-headed person that was chasing her his name was Stain i love that mm-hmm. John Matusak mm-hmm. also known as um oh gosh what's his name Sloth from the Goonies oh yes Yes, yes. Or, you know, if you're a football fan, he's, you know. Yeah, yeah, he played for... Li- Lyman for the Raiders. Raiders, that's right. Uh, what, Ted, the guy that played Teddy. Uh, yes. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I don't know if you have it written down. Uh, I do. Let me find it. Matt Mulhern. I know him best. Yes. From a television show that you probably forgot. Major, Major Dad. Dad. Yes. Got it on <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he was also in the movie version of Biloxi Blues. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, that's right. That's Which hard. is a great movie. Yes, it way. is. Uh, the character of Cookie Campbell. Oh, I love that. Uh, was we, we, will get into, we will get into her. Oh, God, I hope so. Uh, was played by Kimberly Foster. Uh, she's best known for being on Dallas. She mm-hmm. was on Dallas for mm-hmm. many, many seasons. Yep. Um, <laughs> here's where you get into a few little oddball ones. Uncle Frank was played by a guy named yes. Brian Wagner. Yes. Now, the only thing that I could really find a note from him that I could remember was a, t- a movie called How I Got Into College. Yes. Um, in it, there's a series of questions where it's like answer A or answer B. He always played answer B. Right. Um, he's been in a bunch of, like, he's another one of those, hey, it's that guys. Yeah. You know, where he, it's like, he's, he's the pit. little, like, little just bit parts. Right. There. Come in for like a scene or two and then, yeah. Character actor. So, yes. Also, going back to one of our, our more elder statespersons, uh, playing Grandma Calamari, was yes. an actress named Billy Bird. I love her. Uh, you best know her from the TV show Dear John, yes. as well as yes, from 16 Candles. Yes. She played the grandma in 16 Candles. Uh, playing the two gas station attendants. I love this. Oh, yeah. Bob can't go away. No, 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 no. We're not even we're to not, them yet. Oh, no, we're not here yet. Oh, this yeah. is the gas station attendants. Oh. Um, Rich Hall mm-hmm. from Sniglet's fans. Yes. And Taylor Negron, mm-hmm. who was in oh god, Fast Times at Richmond High, he's in nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. He's uh, been in all he's the last one, Boy Scout. He's Absolutely. another one of those. Hey, it's that guy. Yes, if you, you know. needed somebody yeah. to play a smarmy individual, Taylor's your guy. Um, now one, the Stork Twins. Oh no, no, I'm saving the Stork <laughs> Twins for last. Jeremy Piven. Yes, was Jeremy in this Piven movie. Plays Ty. Yep. Ty. Because uh, it's a John Cusack movie. Yes, he's got to be in it. Yeah. And finishing it up, the Stork Twins. Tom Villard mm-hmm. played Clay Stork. Now, he's been in a couple of movies. Um, he's been in a ton of he, stuff. He's, he's very much a hey, it's that guy. He yes. was in Grease. He yes. was in My Girl. Mm-hmm. The one that I remember him from most was he played the character Profile in Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, wow. He did, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> yes. What an odd movie for him to show up I in. I know. Are you oh, serious? Oh, you didn't God. remember I that? Didn't real, I did not realize that was Heartbreak was Ridge is a good movie. It's a good, it's, that's a hard movie to watch. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It is. And last but oh, not wait, least. Oh, wait, wait. I'm thinking of something different. Heartbreak Ridge is uh, Clint Eastwood. Where he has to go in and clean up that, that okay. platoon. You know what Sergeant I was actually Highway. thinking about? What was the one that came out not long ago, about a few years back uh, with DJ Qualls where he's the pacifist? Oh, I you know, oh oh! It was I the Mel Gibson movie, Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking. That that's what I was saying. Sorry, that was something no. completely. Yep. Heartbreak Ridge. Okay, yeah. Yes. The, the the Mel Gibson or the um the Clint Eastwood that came yes. out in the 80s. I Adapt, improvise, and yeah. overcome. And last okay. but not least, playing Egg Stork, my man, Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. I love Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay, yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait. The older he gets. The more I love him, well, because we I, we all loved this version of Bobcat, yeah, you know, this, the eighties, the, 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 the insane guy, you know, the yeah. police academy guy, right, right, right. You no, know, all of them. no, no, no. As he moved in, got older and got clean, and got his started act together and started directing, yeah. and writing, and 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 really got back into getting com- coherent. It got back into comedy again. <laughs> yep, is one of the best times you will spend just listening to him talk about. 
anything well, in his because whatsoever. I understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. He's no longer doing the whole <laughs> right. Yeah. And he talks about all that yeah. too. Yeah. You know? so, and he was really you gotta remember like when he first when he first came on the scene, he was like eighteen years old. Yeah. You know, he was very young, and, and like yeah, he was in this movie. He was like he was he was barely into his twenties. You know, and it's one of those things where you like, but that character when he did the like when he when he did the uh, uh, police academy, he was like nineteen years old. Yeah. yeah, You know, I mean, it's one of those things where you don't you would never think of him being that old because he looks older. Well, you know? and, he and, had, and he had the gimmick, and unfortunately, right. it was it's one all of those the guys that the gimmick just kind of took over everything about. I'm him. telling you, and I know we talked about this on here before, but go and watch that documentary that he did um oh was it i don't want to insult you but you look like bobcat goldthwaite no 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 hold on let me pull it up i want to get the name of it right because uh, well there was there's one line that he used after he set i think it was letterman's couch on fire yes it It, was was, letterman it was letterman's couch it's like if you're ever invited back to the lake show don't set it on fire yeah (laughs) yeah It's called oh, Set Dave Letterman on fire. Go uh, right ahead. Just the beard. Oh, what's it called? <laughs> hey, don't don't hate on the beard. No. That's about the only redeeming quality he's got. It's right like now. it's like car trip or something. Uh, it's, it's a document. It's him and um Oh, oh it's him and Dana Gould. Dana Gould, yes. Yeah. It's a series. It's not a, a No, no, it's it's a documentary. Oh, okay. No, it's not, yeah, but but it's one of those things where like yeah. Bobcat Goldwaith and Dana Gould are both at the age now to where they have like negative fucks to give exactly. whatsoever. And so nothing's off limits. Yeah. And they will talk about anybody and anything. And every bridge that they burned. And he flat oh, puts Jerry Seinfeld on blast. Yeah. They on don't this just thing. set <laughs> bridges on fire. They napalm these things yep. and then add gasoline. And then salt the ground I'm so it, nothing it, will grow again. Yeah. It, it, Sherman. If, if if you guys want to uh, skip ahead a little bit, if you don't want to know the end of this, but the 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 final quote unquote joke at the end of that documentary, because they're they're doing these, mm-hmm. you know, and because because the, what it is is they did this little tour where like they were both on stage at the same time, and they were telling jokes like, as like well as Steve stories Martin and stuff. And yeah, it was Martin just both Short, of them, yeah. you know. So they're sitting there, and at the very end of the show, Dana Gould looks at Bobcat go with. He goes, he goes, Bob. He's like, I got a, I got a question for you. He goes. Um, you were you were like best friends with Kurt Cobain, and he was like, yeah, yeah, we were really good friends. And he's like, and he's dead now. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> and he goes, and you were best friends with Robin Williams, and he's dead now. And he's like, yeah. He's Bobcat. Who do you consider to be your best friend now? <laughs> and Bobcat just sits there and smiles and reaches over and puts his hand on his shoulder. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. In all honesty, though, that's kind of how I feel about you. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but right. go and I will, I will find the name of the name of that. Of that, that well, you tell us about so this damn movie. Good. You know? Well, you get uh, back I'm on sorry, this movie. Bobcat Goldwaith is one of my favorite human beings. All right. And even though I don't always agree with him, but he's, but he's just like, even when I don't agree with him, I'm like, he's very eloquent in what he just said. And who would ever think that the, that the guy, the ah, guy would yeah. be so eloquent oh, yeah. in his speech? <laughs> All right. It's time for the, All right. the Ballad of Hoops McCann. Oh, man. This is... All right. Here we go. Th- this is a summary that I jotted down while watching the movie. <laughs> I can't wait to without, hear this. Without going to, to IMDb, MDB or... or um, Wikipedia or anything. I was literally like watching the movie and just writing stuff down. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, this ought to be good. Hoops McCann is an artistic teenager who just graduated from generic high school. <laughs> Hoops wants to go to the Rhode Island University of Art, but his assignment to illustrate a love story has him p- perplexed. With his best friend George, along with George's sister and her dog Bosco, they embark for a summer vacation on the island of Nantucket. On the way there, they pick up Cassandra, who is on the run from a biker gang. Once on Nantucket, they meet up with the Stork Twins, who are moving a boat for a rich kid, Teddy, and his girlfriend, Cookie. After arriving at George's grandmother's house, they find out that Uncle Frank is obsessed with winning a radio contest that pays $1 million. $1 million. And finally, they meet up with Akak, whose father is obsessed with the military and wants Akak to join the Marines. Unfortunately for Cassandra, her grandfather has passed away, leaving her with one week to pay off the mortgage, or else the house will be repossessed and torn down to make way for Beckerstead Estates. Teddy's father tells him he must win the Nantucket regatta, or else they will both be cut off from the family fortune. In the meantime, Cassandra is trying to raise the $3,000 to save the house by selling furniture and playing music at the Dew Drop Inn. She asks Hoops to come to see her show, but Cookie convinces him to go to the movies with her instead. 
after Teddy finds out uh, finds out about the movie, he goes to beat up Hoops, but is in, uh, but is instead challenged to a basketball shooting contest. To which Hoops shows just how inept he truly is at the game. Cassandra saves him from a beatdown by macing the group of spoiled teens. To help out Cassandra, Hoops and the gang make a cartoon advertisement and pass out flyers for her upcoming show. Even though she raises the money needed to save the house, Beckerstead plots against Cassandra and buys the mortgage from the bank. So the gang enters the regatta to win the trophy and trade it to Beckerstead for Cassandra's house. But since Hoops is scared of boats, he declines to captain the ship. Cassandra convinces him otherwise, and the race is on. But shenanigans ensue ensue as Beckerstead shoots the the halyard for the what's, what's the matter you with his crossbow. But Hoops ties a weight to the halyard and hits a miraculous shot to raise the sails and gets them back in the race. Teddy's crew pulls more dirty tricks with another boat and causes a crew member to be launched overboard, and Akak selflessly jumps into the ocean to save the man. As the final buoy approaches, it's time to start the engines and the crew reveal their secret weapon, Teddy's Ferrari. Back on the shore, the gang tries to trade the regatta trophy to Cassandra for Cassandra's house, but his grandfather steps in and gives them both the trophy and the house. Akak's father sees that his son is a hero and asks him to come home. Uncle Frank finally hears the radio jingle and wins the $1 million, but his call is disconnected and they move on to the next caller. In retaliation, Frank launches a rocket at the radio station, blowing it to bits. And the Stork twins see the explosion and run toward the fire. Two roast marshmallows as credits roll. Now, we, we forgot one person. Yeah, I was going to say Rich we, Little. Rich Little is a radio Yes. I just realized that afterwards. It's like Rich Little, the, the master impressionist, Rich yes, Little. Yes. And there was one key element that you left out of the, the, the description. Which though. one? There was no description about foam. Okay. A giant so dolphin with rabies. I left. There There are so many non sequiturs in this I movie know, man. that, like, I, the whole the whole foam subplot, the whole deal with Bosco, Bosco. And, and the and her become we find out Bosco's a mom, you know. Uh the whole deal with the grandmother. Yes, you know charging charging them, them for everything. <laughs> there are so many little there, there's this so much stuff that happens. One skit after the it, other it really tied is. together with like a minimum of subplot throughout the entire I left I mean, out the whole the whole uh the the scouts situation. Oh, not to mention the animation the animation through, I know, know that the, the cute like, and fuzzy bunnies. The, the cute I mean, and fuzzy bunnies and and the you know all I mean it's just there there's so much going on in this movie that I really was just like let's just focus on actual plot <laughs> i'm glad for you this found it you know? because it wasn't easy okay <laughs> yeah because that's why i stayed with like the, i said i stayed with the subplot i stayed with the house and the regatta because those are the two things that were really like this is the plot okay, okay? well let's let's unpack this <laughs> thing right. a little bit let's unpack this thing all right so start off you know you we talked a little bit about the animation, and the animation actually was done by Savage Steve Holland. Yes, he did it was. all of those because it, if you look at the animation in this movie, it's very very similar to Eat very the Cat. Um, a lot of the again, feels he to came it. from animation. Yeah, and so it, you know, and it kind of makes sense if you think about it. And you know, somebody coming from animation going to be directing feature film, it's going to be all over the place. Right. So this is very much a Looney Tunes. Yes, very much so. Very um, much so. Films, this is a I mean, live action cartoon. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. very much. Yeah. I mean, from the very beginning, like when all right, when when they're at the at the high school graduation, okay, and oh. they throw their they throw their caps in the air, and one of them comes down and like stabs a dude in the back. Yeah. And like hoops, just like sets him down, and they run away. And I'm sorry, you know, the, and it's <laughs> okay. Let's back up for just a second. The whole thing where she, uh, hoops, mom comes in and gives him the the cap and gown, saying, "Here you go, all cleaned." What do you mean clean? These are rented. You don't know who's. Yeah, no, exactly. So exactly. I washed it for you. Yeah. And of course, you see him, and the thing is like you know, size small, it, it, right. it shrunk up to like three sizes right. too small. Oh, yeah. It was a vest. It, it was yeah. basically yeah. a vest. Well, yeah. you know, also with with George's little sister, you know, when she slaps the two girls on the back. Oh, that. And I mean, uh, it's like. Again, it's one of those things. It happens early, and there is a callback to it when they're on the boat to the when they're on the, yep. the tonight. And then you never, it's never again. You and know, it's a, the the another actress that makes an appearance in that the uh, the crossing the, guard the crossing guard yes. is Ricky's mom yes. from uh, Better Off Dead. Yes, she is so. But uh, yeah, there's so many just little sight gags that go on in this movie. It's, all the way through. That's all this movie is is a bunch of sight gags. But they're I mean, wonderful that's, uh, sight gags. I mean, some of them are you're just like, I can't believe they just did that. I can't get you know, they got away with it, you know. And jumping I, the limo Cadillac, oh, yeah, the Cadillac onto the ferry. Oh, the, the Well, you know, it's that again, 
I was in Eldorado as a Cadillac. You know, the a fact you're talking, you know, when when limo, when when Hoops and George are talking about, you know, like you know, he's like, hey, don't worry about it. You know what, what? What it all comes down to is what you know what you, what vehicle your parents got you for, and it's a steamroller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and he's like, my parents always say that I'm that that I'm irresponsible. I don't know what they're talking about. And then they stand up, and the Christmas tree so is still, still on top of the, the car. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like there's there's that type of stuff all through this movie. Again, with the the gas station attendants. Yes. You know, and so they they they, they rolling the window. They roll up the window up, and, like, and yeah, and the and the grandmother takes off, and they're they're running alongside, like trying to. You know, I mean, it's so, like there's all kinds of stuff. Like so that. that's something. Just that's a cultural thing, and I did not realize this. That depending on what part of the country that you listen for or that you're in, there are certain things about this movie that will make more sense to you than if you're in other parts. Okay. Like for example, the full service gas station. Right. We never had full service gas stations what? down in the south. Uh, never not really. really not around we did, here. No, but we didn't, we didn't around in, here really. I lived in Kentucky. Yeah. So and the little town that we lived in, the Chevron station was a full service gas station with garage. Well, you know, the modern era still hasn't gotten a certain part of school. Exactly. So, you so know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> both of you guys. You but, jerks. But honestly, in, uh, and I, I did discover this later on, but a lot of our, our northern culture, you yes. know, they have mandatory full service. Yeah, because you don't of, pump your own gas. Yeah, it's because you know? of the unions. That's a job. Know, and and it's just, it seemed kind of strange to me to watch these guys running out to, to do this. And, you know, the, the other big gag about this through the entire movie was let, let's talk about Bosco. I mean, Bosco. poor Bosco had Bosco the ears has taped. The, she's got the show, the cone of shame, the cone I mean, of shame, just, the ears taped. I know, I know it's you a, know, Maddie fur. I mean, roughest just, looking dog I've oh ever right. seen in my and life. They, that's the the gag throughout the entire thing. And George says very at the, at the very beginning of it, don't say anything hoops, about her dog. Just don't say anything about her dog. I know, you know. And can we talk about what her name is? Her name is literally Squid Calamari. Yeah, that is the little girl's know, name. That was, and the I entire know. movie, she has. Two lines, and both of them are the same word, Bosco. Right. That's it. I know, I know. Well, but even with like the Stork Twins. Yeah. It's Egg and, um, 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 what's the other guy? Clay. Clay. Clay and Egg, you know. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, this is, you know. And the whole thing is, like, again, when they first see him, it was like, you know, yeah, this it's the Stork Twins. Like, they're twins. They don't look anything alike. Yeah. Like, well, but they want, they, well, they wish they did. Well, he tells the story you know? about that. Oh, dude, no. Was trying to I am going to drop that. <laughs> that, I have. Why are you so fat? That story is so funny of like something that completely comes out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever it still cracks me and it's up. there and then no my favorite non sequitur in this entire and that's Please just saying a lot george getting stuck under the lawn chair okay that. that's funny but that's no no my favorite non sequitur here is uh -huh. when egg is supposed to be watching teddy <laughs> And he oh and and he's, he's he he gets he's in it he, he's in the prop truck and he yep. basically puts on a Godzilla suit and goes to the Beckerstead uh, like party the party and then old man Beckerstead throws his cigar into the mouth of the Godzilla head so it he's running the around smoke. they're smoking and he and he jumps up on the model and he's basically stomping through Tokyo. And the guy, the banker, the who Asian. was Asian banker, thinks it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Everybody's running, screaming away from it. This is He's the laughing party his butt ever. off. <laughs> that is, that is why I, I still, forty years, almost forty years later, and, laugh at that. I was this, like, you're just dying last and night. And for some reason, they poor Mark Metcalf. If this guy had had ever gotten a role where he played the straight man, I would have loved to have seen mm -hmm. it because he always plays a prick. Right. He does it very well, but. He has this weird hatred of lobsters, and I don't I know, know why. I know, I know. And I mean, he because the, the when we first meet him, he's literally like dropping a lobster into into a boiling pot, and then and listening to the stethoscope, a stethoscope scream, and leave us. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, yeah. what is up with you? Later on, he's trying to master a crossbow, and the the target is basically consisted of two live lobsters. I know, I know. Strapped to a spinning board, and his that, son is standing behind, yeah, spinning, spinning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, and then the, the sun, hell is this? And then later on, they fill the swimming pool with lobsters. Oh. I know, and then they attack him and Cookie. And, and of course, <laughs> how do they celebrate? By doing the, the swim. swim. I know, exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's man, it, it, I love this movie. I and, and, love this movie. And, <laughs> and, and to my, my southern brethren, I have to ask you, when you found out that the name of the place that Cassandra was playing in. Did you drop in? Did you not have a little bit of a Charlie Daniels moment? Oh, no, yeah. I was like, bit oh, that is. A redneck joint that, called the okay. drop in. So, yeah. I meant to look this up, and I'm sure you did. Mm -hmm. That was actually her singing, correct? Yeah, uh, no, it no, no. wasn't. She, she was okay. done. She was done. Okay, because yeah. I know that I, they did a really good job 
meshing that voice with her because yeah. it, the right register, the right pitch, you know, like, I mean, it was like, yeah, I, I and that's why I kind of wondered if, because I know she had sung in some other stuff previously. Kind of. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you know. Eh, she's but, not really a singer. Well, let's, let's talk about the soundtrack for a second. Okay. Because this, this soundtrack was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, most of the songs you're not going to find on a One Crazy Summer no, soundtrack because no. I don't think there's one exists. I, don't I couldn't so, find no. one. But we're talking about the Beach Boys. We're talking about the Arrhythmics. Uh, the Arrhythmics. Nope. We're talking about... Uh, um, Martha and the Vandellas. Yes. I mean, there was there's a, a t- there's a lot of there's a lot of '60s music. In oh this. yeah, and yeah. Of course, this is also when we're in that mid '80s renaissance of the '60s. The every, summer music. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're going to pump exactly. through. And I believe yeah. the station that Rich Little was working in is an oldie station. Right, so right, they're right, playing right. a lot of that style stuff. Um, there was a um, oh god, what's not George Benson? There was another one that was in there that was all yeah. instrumental. Uh, and I was just like, okay, I remember this. But yeah, the soundtrack on this thing is just ridiculously good. Um, there was a couple of other ones that just kind of pops in. You know how you hear those little segments of songs right, through right. it, and it was all the, the the irony, of course, that all the Beach Boys music, and of course, oh yeah, John Cusack later plays Brian Wilson yeah. in the movie. So, um, I, I just it really set the scene. I personally have never been to Nantucket. No. The closest I've ever gotten was watching the TV show Wings. There you go. So that's you know, a good show. Yeah, yeah. but it really kind of have that. Island vacation that you know a lot of guys from the big city kind of went. They, this is where they would go to their vacation home. You know, if they've got places like that in Georgia, they've got places like that in Florida. You know, where it's those those one off islands. It is an island. It is standalone, but in the same token, it's so modernized. You kind of feel like it's just where every kid goes to okay. get away. I actually found a soundtrack for it. Oh, really? It does exist. Okay. Um. Well, it's a, at least a song listing. Okay. I think that's probably um, where you're more, it's a song yeah. listing. Actually, she did sing. In oh, this. it was her. Uh, I thought, it was I thought so. Don't, it sounded. According to this, Don't, don't Look, look back. back, it was written by Hawk uh, Walensky, and it was performed by her. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I thought so. I mean, it, I swear I thought she was overdubbed. That's a good job on yeah. that. Yeah. Thing, yeah. You had uh, Take a Bow by Jamie Siegel. You had Easy Street performed by David Lee Roth. Yes. You had Be Cruel to Your School. Oh yeah, the, the by yeah. Twisted Sister. Sister. Yeah. You had What Does It Take um, performed by Honeymoon Suite. You had Dirty Dog by ZZ Top. Yes. Yes. Right. Do It Again by the Beach Boys. Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys. Fun 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 by the Beach Boys. Yeah, there was a lot of Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Fandango by Herb Alpert. Uh, I Go to Rio by I Peter Allen. Rio. I remember that one. Outer Space by Billy Preston. Billy Preston, that's what I'm trying to Dancing think in the Street, Martha and Vendellas. That's right, that's right. Uh, I Would Lie to You by The Eurythmics, Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf, oh, yeah, Down on the Corner by Creedence. CCR. Uh, Wipeout. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 when he's sliding through the, mm-hmm. the yep. sand. Theme from Jaws from John Williams, yep. In My Room <laughs> by The Beach Boys, and Glory of Love from Peter Sentara. Really? Yep. I don't remember that. I don't one remember either. that one either. It was it it's on the list here. I think wow. that list might be That is wrong direct on from that IMDb. Uh, I'm have to check that one out again. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. that. Yeah, because that was right around the same time that the what year did Rocky 2 come out? First one was 84. I'm, so. I'm going I'm having to go off of um 87 maybe. I am well, then that would have been pre. Hold yeah. on, let me look it up here. All right, while you guys are looking that up. If only we had some device. Yes, yeah. the magic witch box. So a couple things that I found kind of cute about this movie that that really surprised me. And Dave, I'm surprised you didn't jump all over this. No, Karate the, Kid 2 came out in 86. It did so come out the same, same year. year. Oh, okay. Well, maybe IMDV has screwed up here. Did you catch where the name Hoops McCann came from? Oh, I, I caught the reference. I just can't remember it. The song it was, Glamour Professional yes. by Steely Dan. Yeah. That's the main character in the song. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I got to admit, that is kind of cool. Just to kind of throw that one randomness in there. Um so the thing you were talking about the animation before at the very I want to say it's at the very end of it you see two of the the Okay so the Karate Kid was released or Karate Kid 2 was released June 10th 1986 mm-hmm. and this movie was released August 8th 1986 so, oh, it, was so about, it was released after it was so. like two month period after yeah okay. So, okay but you were talking about the animation at the in, so part of the animation that that Savage Steve brought back into this was directly in contrast to the critics from Better Off Dead. The critics hated Better Off Dead. Uh, Siskel mm-hmm. and Ebert just completely destroyed it. So yeah. at the end of this movie, if you watch very carefully, the two cute and fuzzy bunnies that get blown up oh, yeah. Yeah. look like, like Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
that I, I know that that uh, who was it? Um, there was another movie where they did. Oh, oh, it was um, um, uh, Willow. Yeah. Uh, one of the bad guys is named. It, it's like it's it, one of the, one of the bad guys in the movie is named after Siskel and Ebert because they trashed one of uh, Lucas's movies before. I forget what it was exactly. Yeah, I have to go back and look at that. Yeah, one. I, I, I didn't come prepared for that one. So, but as we mentioned, there's a lot of of actors that I don't know if Savage Steve just appreciated their knowledge, liked to work with them, or thought that they worked so well together. But he's used in in both of his movie, both of his big movies, I should say. Um, you know, as mentioned, John Cusack plays the main character in both roles. Mm-hmm. Curtis Armstrong yep. is the sidekick mm-hmm. in both of them to some degree. Um, I cannot remember the lady's name that played um, uh, the, Ricky's, the mom, mom, Ricky's yeah. mom, but she's been in both of them. Um, <clears throat> I think a couple of the extras, I think Taylor Negron has been in both of them because Taylor Negron, he played the, uh, the, the postman in Better Off Dead, and he played the, the gas attendant in this one. So he... There's a lot to unpack with this movie, and honestly, if you haven't seen it, this is the perfect Saturday afternoon. I got nothing better to do today. This was definitely a USA Up All Night yes. repeater. I mean, it just... its uh, it, it probably made it into that. No, it definitely uh, did. Because that's the free weekend of HBO kind of thing, you know? I Again, this is a movie I did not see in the theater. I saw No, this I didn't either. I saw this on VHS the first time. I remember, my, again, my mom, who has been so pivotal in so many movies I've oh, seen yeah. over the years, renting it and being like, you really need to watch this movie. I was like 12 when this movie came yeah. out, you know. See, just, this was a USA Up All Night movie for me. That's where I first remember seeing it. Uh, and it's definitely quotable. I mean, it's I wouldn't say oh, it's man, quite no, as quotable dude. as Better Off Dead. No. But, you know, it, it doesn't have quite yeah. When they're on the when they're on the ferry and he's mm. talking to Cassandra, and all of a sudden, George was like, "To the dog." I can't tell you how many times I said that when yes. I was a kid. That that one, like that, that stuck in my head for whatever reason. That was just like me and my friends, you know, who had all seen the movie. We just all we were doing this, and all of a sudden, I go, "To the dog." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like, all right. So. Oh, and the 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 Bobcat speech that we were talking about. The why are you so fat? I still mm. will do that every now and then just to get on Dude, people's that, nerves. I am going to put that audio in. I arrived right, it's probably put it in here at this priceless. point. Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved and that all the other kids, they used to make fun of him and they would pick on him and, they, and, they, and then they used to say that he talked funny and stuff and he had a, and he had a twin brother and everybody, and, and, and everybody said that he didn't like anything like his twin brother. But, but he wanted to. Hey, were you the little fat boy? No, no, but, but I just like to beat him up. You know, I grab my go, why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And I beat the shit out of him. Makes me, that made me laugh so hard when I was watching this. So. Well, because it's one of those few jokes that you're, you're not, like you said, you don't see it coming. And when well, it drops, you're just like, oh my God. You know, there, there's also the... From the very first time that we meet the Sork twins and we yes. meet Teddy, yep. Teddy keeps like, like hitting Clay. You know, yeah, like just like slaps him or he'll slap him on the he, back of the head. Or blah, blah, blah. And then when he drops the Ferrari off and he gets and, Teddy, he pulls, and like, Clay pulls, comes in, he's got a bloody nose. Yeah, he's got a bloody nose. And and Egg's like, did he hit you? And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. He, no, he doesn't say anything. That's he right. He just that's away. right. He turns and walks away. And then he t- gets the chainsaw. Well, and that's Egg. Uh, yeah, Egg gets the chainsaw, the chainsaw and right. like goes to town on the Ferrari. And that's why the Ferrari winds up in the the, whole the boat. boat. And, 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 and <laughs> that's, that's the name of the boat. The boat. Yeah, the, the boat. boat. Yeah. It's just called the boat. Well, but well, it had the it what's said the matter. boat, but then it had the what's the matter you. Yeah, uh, well, sail. But that's, that's so from a, I know, you know that's, and that's I, Rocky. And, and did you notice what the head the, the was, it was the head? It was Odie. Yeah, yeah, and then they cut the tongue off of him. Yeah, I still remember yeah. having us one of those. Yeah, Odies. I know. But, oh yeah, uh, everybody did. Well, that's what's so, so funny about like Akak. Yeah, is that he's like so not this. Oh, when he's on the she- the beach collecting shells, yeah, and he for finds his dad, the doll, and, and he's like, "Oh like my god, fifty-two millimeter yeah, shells!" No, he's collecting like, yeah, artillery as they're shells. bombing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing; he's in the area where the bombs are hitting, and the shells would not be there not, at all. Nowhere close. They'd to be it. getting dumped mm-hmm. out back at the mm-hmm. cannon. 
It's still funny though. I know it's a, and, and, but then they finds the doll and he's like so like oh do you understand you know every for every for every missing doll there's a little girl's heart that's broken and George is like you are you so sure not want to be in the Marines <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole Odie thing and he's like yeah. he's like wanting to fight yeah, when they because he cut his tongue I know yeah. <laughs> all right so let, let's take a moment here because we 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 made mention of this in one of our okay. earlier episodes of Adventures in Babysitting. Apparently, if you are a baddie in an 80s movie, yes. if you are a well-to-do baddie in an 80s movie, and if you have a nice car and you're a well-to-do baddie in an 80s movie, right. it is a requirement that you have a personalized yes. license plate. Yes. And it has to be the most arrogant, right. annoying piece of garbage like, that you so can imagine. Cool. Yeah, in, or, in Adventures of Babysitting, it was so cool. Right. This one was See You Later. later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh! And the whole blowing the hatch thing—I still oh, love I know, that. I know, that was I know. great, just, you know. Uh, where they literally used literally the, the engine the, and yes. the entire transmission, everything from the Ferrari. Well, I love that because the like, they the take boat. off and they're just like they're gone and like and, and Teddy's like, "What? Are or it was uh, it's Ty. He's yeah. like, "What do they got in that?" And he goes, "My, my car, my car." <laughs> well, and at the beginning of the race, when the, so in the regatta, there's a three sections of it. There is yeah, the, the rowing, yeah, the rowing, and then the sailing, sailing and then the the the, the motoring. Yes. Well, in the rowing section, there there's a, a scene where they're they're all rowing their boats, and, mm-hmm. and George is trying to oh, egg on. I, I knew you were trying to get oh, egg, and at the wrestling. Yeah, no. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, Tito Ramirez is facing Mr. Congeniality in a half hour. Teddy said Mr. Congeniality doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> and he's and like, you just see him going crazy at that point. <laughs> I loved I it. This, this, I love this movie. This, this is I, one I of those. I knew that, that Barry was going to be the one that picked up. Of course. Up. No, I, I called it. I was like, no, no, no. I remember it. Yeah, it was. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to make it into the show. Oh, uh, that was. Just, it, it was just to watch Bobcat, the reaction. I mean, right. Honestly, that's where you watched most of this movie is you're waiting to see the reactions from him. You know, you know? Let, let's talk about, like, John Cusack obviously is a great actor. I mean, one we, of the we always talk about him being kind of like the Gen X actor. You know, what I mean, like he's mm-hmm. kind of like the one of the, one of the top ones that came from our generation. Agreed. I think Demi Moore doesn't get enough credit a lot of times. Uh, state your case. Okay. It's not so much that she is one of those she. W- Let's be honest, she was never a quote-unquote box office draw. Okay. Okay. They really tried to push that several times. You know, G.I. Jane, striptease, I don't even think whatever else. They put her in, like, lead Indecent role, Proposal. Indecent Proposal. Oh, um, was it the um, the Crucible? Yeah. yeah. Was it the Crucible? No, it was Scarlet Letter. Scarlet, Scarlet Letter. Scarlet Letter, I'm Scarlet sorry. Letter. You know, they really tried to push her as a, a <laughs> leading... On. I got to like, point something out. Okay. Yes. Scarlet Letter, Indecent Proposal. Strip tease. Are oh, we trying to say something about I know, Demi Moore? I know. <laughs> but but you know, and the thing is, is I'm just that, asking well, about well, last night. There was about yeah. you know again, but that was an ensemble piece. True. You know, there was a, uh, you know, there was uh, she was in Disclosure with Michael with Michael. Uh, yeah, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. You know, it's one of those things they really tried to push her as a, a like as a box office star. Mm-hmm. And really, if you go back and look at the the returns on all that stuff, none of it. But well, but she's a good. but I mean, she's a very yeah. solid actor as in if you go back especially into like their stuff her early a lot of her early stuff like with right. this or about last night yeah. or um I'm trying to think what else she was in back then um um, um sun animals fire sun animals fire you know it's, it's one of those things where you're like okay she obviously is you know a pretty face yeah but she's yeah. actually a really solid like cassandra is Kind of the glue that holds this movie together in I a lot of ways. I felt like though she was more of the straight man than anything else because she didn't really bring a lot to the. She didn't as side far as it. not as far as comedy, but 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 that's the whole thing is that she is kind of the grounding point yeah. of this movie, and a lot of it she's comes the through, plot. Yeah, and a lot. Well, <laughs> in some ways, but a lot of it comes from Demi Moore's the way that she's the way that she's acting in this, where it is that it's very straightforward, it's very straight laced, it's very. I have problems, right. but she's not bringing. But her problems are not bringing everything down. She's very proactive about her problems. She's not just sitting around thinking. Of, you know, a lot of that has a script. I get it, but it's also the way that it, that she plays that as I don't need someone to come save me. I can do this. You know. Well, and, I'll give you that. You know, I I, I per, this, I've never seen a I've never seen a bad performance from Demi Moore. Okay. I've seen some bad movies right. that she's been in, right. but I've never seen a bad performance 
Okay, and that's fair. I, so. And this movie very easily could have been another let's save the rec center kind right. of movie. And it, absolutely, and it it totally skated that line. I mean, it's, it's right there on it, and you could make the argument either way. But to me, it had enough body mm-hmm. and enough, you know other things going on other subplots you know non sequitur bird walks that went on that just that made Dave it disagrees I can tell so it's uh, <laughs> don't disagree yeah. I mean they it, it, you're right it could have totally turned into a save the rec center save the rec center Absolutely. but it was save the house but then we never got into the background of the house yeah. which is how we avoided it you never, I don't even right. think you actually saw the house except for like nope. one scene where she's getting ready she's doing her makeup and yeah, he falls down the stairs I know yeah that's yeah that's, like, that's pretty much it you're trying to save the house for all these people that live in it but we know nothing about the people that or live see in any it, of them or see I know. any of them except before. except at the funeral yeah, yeah. There, about are, it. there are people at the funeral, and, that, and that's yeah. Where yeah, he sets off dudes' alarm, sets off the alarm, backs into the. <laughs> I mean, you have to ask yourself if this movie is nothing more than a collection of tropes, or if it's set agree, the tropes for I, them. I, you I know, know, I know, and that is again, like I said, there are so many non sequiturs in this movie. And like I say, it, it's a, it's a live action Looney Tunes, yeah. Um, you know, cartoon is all it is, and but. There is enough of, well, I've read off the, the plot, there's yeah. enough of a plot to, to link it all together, unlike some other movies out there that that, that really don't. I know? have four words for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Giant dolphin with rabies. Yes. That's all I have I to say about this movie. <laughs> it's foam. That, that, and the fact that its name was foam, I not know. Jaws, but no, foam. Foam. <laughs> foam. <laughs> it still kills me every well, time. The fact that... um um. The guy's father, think Teddy's father. Oh, uh, Aguilar. Aguilar actually gets eaten by the right, 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 by the fake dolphin with yeah. rabies. Oh yeah, foaming but at the mouth. Driven by squid. 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 Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Squidly. Oh man, but that, that, again, there's so many, and, and when they the the full cast gets together in conversations, it's so rapid fire. On oh, I know. The jokes I know. you really got to pay attention. Like when the the whole scene where Hoops is drawing on the beach and they're trying to cheer him up, and uh, uh, the the Stork Brothers comes over and goes, well, "If you're looking for something to draw, you can draw us." Yeah, you like you could draw us nude. And they start taking and they start taking their clothes off. But no, but no, but no. But no. So I, <laughs> give you my body and you yeah, say no. Turn me down. <laughs> 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 that or when the, uh, the right afterwards where the girls come over asking them to help him get in there. The like, boat. I know. Too heavy. I'll get a hernia. I know. That's not like work. I don't want to do that. What's so funny about that is that is they actually move the boat yeah and they're and they're in the water and she's trying to she's like hey why don't you why don't we go to the movies tonight blah 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 and he's kind of you know of course the guys are kind of like they're out of breath they're and dead. everything they're but what's so funny is watching george in the background where he is just like i'm going to lay here and die i'm gonna yeah. let the water i'm gonna let the ocean just yeah. take me out to sea and <laughs> Well, no, he was buried under the... Oh, no, that's right. No, I was thinking, was, I'm sorry, it's the Stork Brothers. Yeah, sorry. the Stork like Brothers. Stork brothers now. George is buried, George up, is to buried up to his neck. And then, in the sand, and they put the chair over him. So and, he and, then, and, then, and the big fat guy That was one of the and, few gags that I was just like, this just... What's funny about gag, that, though, you know? though, is is not that. That's it's the only the cheap gag that bothers you? It's, oh, when it's the EMT <laughs> fighting over who's going to give him... No, I have seniority. No, no, and then they're fighting, like they're fist fighting over top of his body. Was it Hoops gives the... The, the commentary afterwards is like George was alive but barely yeah and then later you know when he uh, slides he, off he of slides the, under yeah. the guy again you know and it's just like, yeah it's just <laughs> again some of the gags are pretty pretty dated pretty cheap pretty just you know you see them coming from a mile off oh absolutely yeah, but but the fart joke is the only cheap joke oh I really didn't say it was you. only okay. I didn't say it was the only one I said it was the main one but you know there, there's other ones can we take a minute just to talk about Uncle Frank? Yes, let's talk about Uncle Frank. <laughs> Uncle Frank. Oh my God, I love me some Uncle Frank. Yes, yes. that brother was strung out. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was. So they never talk about that. No, but it's like no. There's obviously something else. Well, there's a big pile there. of reds in front know, of him. There's I, I like it's a, overflowing yeah. ashtrays, right. coffee pots everywhere. Uh, yes, and the fact that you know he's. <laughs> One oh, what, was going to the? Was he going to take a bath? Well, no, no. When, yeah. George, when George introduces him to hoops, and he's just like, "You just leave me alone in my dream." I know. He shuts the door and goes. Every year, he sits there waiting on that radio contest. Every year, he loses a little bit more of his mind. <laughs> but then a little later, when he's deciding he's going to take a bath, he's going to take a bath, and so he's moving the 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 radio. He keeps putting. He's like puts uh, the radio and the phone. Uh, yeah, he had phone. both of them right yeah, there. Yeah, and so he, he's putting uh, extension, extension cords, cord. and then it falls into the 
Well, he slips on a bar of soap, soap and falls in it. Falls and in and shoots him out of the entire <laughs> building into, into the, the bay. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, it's not just the radio that's carrying electrical current. It's the phone too. The phone does. Those, those old, old school phones. phones carry an electrical current yes, also. Yes. Well, and did you notice the radio? It was like one of the old school tube radios. Yes, yes, it oh was. My gosh. I, I was know. looking at this, just watching him the whole time, just sitting there with that anticipation. You, it, it, It's very rare that you can watch a scene from a movie that you can actually smell. Yeah. <laughs> that is a scene that you, you could smell actually that smell. Yes. The, oh, yes. the old cigarettes, yes. the body odor, the the just... Uh, yes, that, that, that room... That visual has a smell. There's no doubt about that. That, that the, the scene where he's running his hands through his hair and he pulls out a big I, chunk a big of it. chunk of his yeah. hair comes out. I know. Yeah. I just, uh, Teacher says you can't smell a picture. Uh, Here uh, it is. Uh, yes. Yeah, right know, there you go. Test that theory. But then, you know, at the end when he actually is the caller, yep. you know, and, and he's all excited. And then he pulls the phone line out. Oh, he's uh, yeah. and, and I feel so blessed, so powerful. And he yanks it and he pulls it out and he's looking at it. Well, we got to go to our next caller. I, I guess. <laughs> Well, I love the fact that he's on the phone with the next caller when we're like little. Seconds later, like, I'm yeah. sorry, but there's there's a rocket, there's a rocket coming, coming in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And then she's like, "What about my money?" Dives out, dives out of the building just as it explodes. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like a bonfire! Get the marshmallows! Oh, that was. <laughs> it's a cheap gag, but it was fun, you know. But you had to end the movie on another cheap gag because there's so many of them. I know, there. I, I know, mean, you know. It's like they were buying them in bulk or something. You know, I love this. I love this movie. Okay, they definitely I, went to. Costco for the yes, cheap gas. I love this, this movie. All right, so let's let's get into the the, the final debate of the, okay. the the episode here, boys. I've got to ask, which is a better slash more rewatchable movie, this or Better Off Dead? All right, Better Off Dead. Wow, that was quick. I knew Dave was going to say that. That's I should have just, but yeah, Better I'm, Off. I'm dead. torn. I will. I'm say really this. torn on this. One. I will say this. Better Off Dead is a better movie. Okay. But I've seen One Crazy Summer infinitely more times than I have seen Better Off Dead. By choice. By choice. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not it, by lack of no, options. No, <laughs> I, 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 I think I actually saw One Crazy Summer before I saw Better Off Dead. See, and I have kind of like some some different ties to each one of them because there's moments in both movies that I yes. adore. Right. You know, the, the the animation sequence in One Crazy Summer to What I Lied to You by the Arrhythmics mm-hmm. Incredible. I mean, and, and in every 80s movie, you got to have a montage. Right. And, and there's not a better montage yeah, than that. There really is. Either that or the boat when they're working on the yes, boat yes. is still a, a well, great I one. love when, when Egg's like fixing the hole in the side. He's trying to stick his gum, gum underneath there, there yeah, and gets yeah, caught yeah, by yeah, Clay. Clay catches, catches him. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you compare that to something like the scene, the, the everybody wants some scene right. from, um, the, from Better, better Off Dead. Dead, which was claymation, but it's also... In my is opinion, it everybody better, wants some? Is everybody wants some? It's Van Halen. I know it's Van Halen, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that oh, yeah. song. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, absolutely. But um, it could be. That that to me, they they both could stand on their own. But everybody wants some doesn't quite carry the same as would I lie to you. It's just such an odd choice for a song. It just it, and and it works. I don't know that group. It there. works, you know. But I will say also that both of these movies introduced me, Young Barry, to two classic songs that have become two of my absolute favorites and they're just little snippets that are used in it billy preston's out of space yeah it, it, from this one i i will remember that scene for the rest of my life just him driving in that car hearing that coming out of that radio that that organ going crazy i'm like that's perfect and manish boy muddy waters yeah that's uh you know from better off dead that scene where that Camaro gets unveiled and you just hear the downbeat of Manish Boy and I'm like, oh, something epic is about to happen. Yeah. Um, the, if Back in the day, yes. if I'd stopped by the local family VHS mm-hmm. movie rental place and these were the last two movies sitting on the shelf. You're going better off dead? I'm picking up Better Off Dead and leaving One Crazy Summer for somebody else. I see Every that. time. I can't say that I'd do that every time. I And then you get into the debate on who was the better female lead. Diane Franklin or, um, they're, or Demi they're, Moore? They're, they're, that's apples to oranges right there. Well, I mean, a lot but of yeah, you can't. Because if you're going to call this the, the unofficial sequel, I mean, you kind of have to I know, look at it. I know, I know. And... It makes sense with you know the fact that the, that Better Off Dead, which was released first, takes place 
in high school, and this takes place right after graduation, graduate yeah. high yeah. school, like literally. Okay. And so it's kind of one of those like, oh, okay. Well, well let's you know. let's go with the Curtis Armstrong contingent then. Who's the better character, Akak or Charles Demar? Uh, Akak is a great character, but Charles with his. This is pure snow. Do you realize what the mountain, the street value of this mountain is? Is I've been I, in this school for seven years. I know. I'm I, no dummy. I know. I mean, it just, oh. I think Curtis Armstrong had a much better role in Better Off Dead than yes. he did in this one. I yes, think I agree it almost kind of felt like he was doing this one as a favor, you know? It, it, it's yeah. good. Don't get me wrong. It's good, but it's You still can tell not. he was already running lines for. Um, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it and, and it's such a small role for him. It just yeah. it seems very humble, very small, very, you know, um and, and I guess that's the character he was trying to portray is that that someone that is a very sensitive person. Yeah. And he did that very well in this movie. Mm-hmm. But if as far as entertainment value, I gotta go with Better Off Dead on this one just for the immortal lines of go that way really fast. fast. If something gets in your way, Turn. Turn, right. I know. <laughs> I mean, and, it's... I, and that, I know we've all said that oh, somebody multiple at some times. point. Oh, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Multiple times. Yeah. And, you know, as far as the villain, let's talk about the villains oh. on this one. To me, Teddy wins. Teddy, Teddy by far. Teddy was just, just so much more over the top. Yeah. The whole scene, the, the very first intro between him and Hoops, where he... he Parks that Ferrari right underneath his knees and he collapses he on it. He doesn't even say it. Just, he mouths the words, you touched my car. <laughs> and the hoops mouths it back to him. What? He goes, you touched my car. Yeah, never he's like, here, shaking the crap out of him. He's like, here, know? I'll wipe it off. He's like, you touched it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that I think was far better than the villain yes. Better Off Dead. Yeah, yeah. It was far more entertaining. It was far more, there was a lot more depth to it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the mania was so much more fun yes. to watch. Yes. You know, so. And, and it's funny now to think about it. It's funny how like in both of these movies, John Cusack's character has some kind of affiliation with a sport that he sucks at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like he's he's skiing. Ter- he's a terrible skier and he's a terrible ba- a basketball player. And yep. it's just but he has affiliation with both of them, you know, that, that and both of them come into play during the movie, you Absolutely. Know? And it, one one loss and one win both times, you know, so Yeah. A, yeah. Well, multiple losses actually well, yeah, one win. True, but I, I just I think that there's a lot that you can unpack on either side of it. Um like I said the the Charles Demar character to me is far better than the Akat character. The villain is, you know, Teddy is a much better villain than uh, what was the the villain in the other one? I can't remember. His I don't remember what his name was. I know um, Roy Stalin. Yeah, and is there a better name for a villain? Roy Stalin. <laughs> wow. Um, as far as supplemental characters, you know, this is where you really kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the movie because to me. When you think of the supplemental characters from One Crazy Summer, you think of the Stork Twins. Right. You think of... I think of Cookie, but I don't Cookie, know. Cookie, you know. <laughs> you think of those types of things. That, those types of... You, you can't be hung up on Cookie. You already Why? have a type. I know. She I is know. not your type. I know she is not my quote-unquote type, but I, don't, that's a, that's I have always had a special place in my heart for her, like all the way back to 1986. Like so a girl a, that can eat a big bag of popcorn. Huh? Yes, exactly. That scene. I know. That's I know. where he's trying to divide the between the Healthy <laughs> appetite. Big-ass yeah. bag of popcorn in there, and she just kills I it. do like a girl with an appetite. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I, I could see the argument made for either one of them. I think if it's something that I'm wanting to base it off of a modern day to the moment soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go better off dead. If it's something you like that the is, Pia Zadora song. Well, no, I, I liked the. <laughs> yeah, well, you had Pia Zadora, you had um, uh, Howard Jones, you yeah, had know, you know I just know. a ton of I great know. songs in that one. But then you flip it around. So you're and saying you go, things can only get better. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> it's a new song, man. Oh, come on. Hey, Alan. No one. No is one's to blame. blame. Exactly. <laughs> I like Howard Jones. Shut <laughs> I up. I do too. It's like <laughs> but on the flip side of that, if I'm talking about one that's more timeless, that's, you know, instantly you hear the music that's played there. You know where you're at. You know what's going on. I'm going One Crazy Summer. Yeah. So Well, you know, you can look at the menu. You just can't eat. So. <laughs> oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've had to deal with before you got here. 
Thanks for being here and, and taking the brunt. Uh, uh, you just don't want to suffer alone. I'm just sitting here enjoying watching you take the brunt of it for uh-huh. a change. Hey, it's the last piece of the puzzle. You just can't make it. Fit. Uh, <laughs> stop. You gotta stop. He does this to us time after time. Oh. Completely different song, completely different artist. Oh what are you talking God. about? I know, but I like that song and I'm going with it. Oh, oh, right. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Man, all right. So <laughs> I'm telling you, there there is a local judge whose name is Howard Jones. I know. And every I time know. I see the sign, I'm like, "You have missed an opportunity." It, your slogan should be, "Things can only get better." Absolutely. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. If it's a judge, it should be no one is to blame. Yeah, yeah, but still, I'm just the first time I saw vote Howard Jones. I was like, "Your that should say things can only get better." Underneath it, that should I don't I don't even know the dude. That I don't know what his politics perfect, are. Perfect but that line. is what if I were his PR person, I was like, "No, this has to say this underneath." There, so. All right. In wrapping up, one crazy summer. I love it. I 100%. I will probably watch this again soon. I. It's a fun movie. Okay. It, it's probably this, a, this one is on my server. It's about the nicest okay. thing it's Dave a, said about this movie so this far. It's a fun movie. It's probably a once in a decade because somebody went, What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You have to pull no, this no, movie no, out no. and show it to him. I'll say this. Yeah. I don't think it would be a movie that I would seek out necessarily, but I'm not going to turn it off if I'm flipping channels. If I hit it, I'm staying. Uh, I'm staying. If I f- if I find this on the channels, I'm probably going to go three or four channels past it just oh, no. to see what else I is there. I'm stopping yeah. every time. I'm staying. Because I'm stopping I every know time. there's going to be Tombstone on somewhere. Nah. <laughs> Strawshank Redemption. <sighs> All right, before we get out of here, yes. I have one thing, and I meant to do this at the at the beginning of the episode, Uh-oh. but I completely oh, forgot. We had we got an email. Oh, we got, oh we got an email? We got an email. Wait, fourth listener email? Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. All right. Hang on. Let's, not, let's not steal GXT. <laughs> because per, first and foremost, was it a cease and desist? No. It okay, we're good. Then. So this is from Chad. Hi, Chad. Um, hey, I'm not, Chad. I'm not, not going to put his last name because I'm not going to like, dox him here. Our first email. Woo! Uh, go, Chad. It's not our first email. but We this know not, it works. This, <laughs> this is our first email in a long time. Let's put it that way. Uh, so Chad says, hi, guys. I first heard about you when you did the crossover event with the three three podcasts for the movie tournament i'm a huge gen x grown-up fan uh, sweet he's one of their good, pa- good people good guys he's one of their patrons and he said and i heard you on their stream i'm going through the back catalog now just finished up the chicks rocks the uh, chicks rock episode nice which i absolutely agree with that's episode 33 for anyone who's listening and yes i would suggest go back and listen to it yeah because we yeah, mentioned yeah, some some local some really ones cool too. Stuff. absolutely yeah. so the fact that you mentioned drain sth in that episode made me so happy <laughs> 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 i only know uh, one other person that knows who they are in fact i met um i forget the lead singer's name uh, he, he said, I met her at uh, one of their shows in a dive bar called the 8, uh, 8x10 in Baltimore. So hearing them mention solidified you as worthy of being in my rotation. <laughs> well, we made the cut. <laughs> Thank you. We made the cut. There Thank you, you so much. <laughs> said, I, got to, I got to meet them at whichever OzFest they were on. That was 99 because I went to that one also. Nice. Uh, I was very disappointed they broke up because the singer decided to marry Tony Iommi. Yeah, I knew that. Cause, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really feel like they were on the way up and could have been huge. Anyway, I'm enjoying the podcast. Thanks for the hard work you put in to the episodes. Hopefully, I will get current sometime semi-soon. Chad. Yeah. Beautiful. So, yes, Chad, Beautiful. thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chad. Whenever you finally get caught up and hear this, uh, yeah, go and check out our Discord. Um, I know because like GXG has you know their Discord. It's very active, and ours is getting very active, too. Yeah, and we, we have just, picked up some new guys. We have, and you know, we, and we, 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 we get some crossover even there, you know, from from yep. people on their server. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, and if you guys have uh, and you want to email us, feel free to. Hey. It's a project. Uh, it's projectgenxpod at gmail There's a link in the show notes that you can just click yep. on that and go straight and, to it. And so. Chad just proved that it works. We it were does start, work. We were yes. starting to question whether it worked or not. <laughs> yes. Well, we we, we love him. We from got you guys. some. We got some email back when we first got started, you know, but I think it was more from people that we already knew. <laughs> so <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's take a moment to give a shout out to Miss So. Because I'm yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. so, dude. You know, she's well, been just plugging it along Ms. the entire so, time. You know, I, Miss So, we love you. Uh, you know, that was the whole thing. I remember she, I remember her commenting on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. initially, uh, like a couple of years ago or whatever, how long ago it was. And I was like, oh, who is this person? And then whenever we got on Discord, all of a sudden she appeared. Yeah, and it was like, oh, and you're also in GXG. Okay, so there, there was the crossover there. Yep. Like, okay, so, so yeah, and and apparently, before we ever got on Discord, she had already plugged us on their Discord 
earlier. Nice. So it was Is one she of those on payroll. I we need to put know, her on payroll. No, not the slightest. <laughs> we would if we had a. If payroll. we had a payroll, we don't. And, have and a I'm telling you right now, Miss So, if if we ever get up to Illinois, we're stopping and saying hi, whether <laughs> you want us to or not. Yep. So <laughs> I mean, also shout out to CXK who has joined us from GXG. Yes, also uh, uh, Stu Baca. Stu Baca is a blueberry muffin. Blueberry muffin seventy seven. Yeah, no. Um, I'm Sparks. Eight twenty one. Yeah. So. Um, We've gotten a few new people, and we we're do. always in the mood for more. And, hey, uh, you know what? Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Absolutely. If you love us, tell your friends. <laughs> if you hate us, tell your enemies. Exactly. Because we will torture them with all this BS. <laughs> so uh, that's it for our, our episode of One Crazy Summer. We will be back next week with another movie that um, might be a little outside of our purview for but this whole thing. Summer. Or retro Summer. But is it? But it? But. 1982 had the summer of 1982 had a lot of good movies and we're going to be covering another one of those in the next episode so stay tuned come back to see what it is i guarantee it's something that uh you will enjoy can you tell that he's excited about it folks can you tell this is one of his favorite movies mm-hmm. i can see it coming actually you know, this is really, one of this is one of dave's favorite. this is movies. one of my favorite mine too yeah. so and, I, I and if you want if sequel. you want and if you want to hear my thoughts on it come back next episode <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and do this preemptively screw you alan <laughs> screw there, you you can't I, build up a credit on that it doesn't work like that i guarantee you there will be <laughs> quite a bit of that so all right <laughs> anyway guys thank you so much i'm alan smith i'm the other guy big dave and i'm barry, barry! and we will see you next time see you <laughs>